Thank you for joining us on the 29th day of December. That is December 2020. You are listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML from Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. You are inside the page with Pastor Carl Henderson. There's no better place to be than the Word of God. Listen, you have time right now to send a link to someone else so that they can join in and listen to this last Tuesday service of the year. God bless you. We'll be back shortly.
I hope you told the Lord that. My prayer is that you are magnifying the Lord with us and exalting his name as we uh, are this evening. You know, God is so great to be praised and to be worshiped and, and you know, in spite of. And, and I've been in some in spite of situations. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm talking from experience where your flesh wars against your body. It wars against the spirit. It wars against you where it would not, it doesn't want you to give God a praise or to give him glory because of whatever the situation is. But let me tell you, you can give God praise. You can give him glory with tears in your eyes. It could be, you can still, you can feel all the pain of what's going on and still give God glory. Don't be deceived by the enemy to make you think that, well, you know, it hurts and so I can't give, no, give God praise. Give him glory in spite of. 
want to thank you again for joining in with us on this 29th day of December. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. I won't be on this Thursday because I'll be teaching uh, in the city of Monrovia for the watch night service. Uh, uh, just sharing a small part of that, but you're welcome to come out. That's at 474 uh, East Dewarty Road in the city of Monrovia at Greater Grace uh, Church, Greater Grace AOH Church of God. And so that's well uh, on Thursday. But, uh, you know, we believe the Bible is the word of God. You're not going to change my mind about that. I've learned that it is the word of God. And I've experienced it. I've had encounters with the word. And so we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I am faithful, bold church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And I hope you feel the same this evening, that the best way to face any opposition, anything that you can think of, anything that you're dealing with, is by obedience to the word of God. Don't let anyone, don't let nothing uh, cause you to deviate uh, your purpose. Don't let anyone cause you to change your mind, you know, uh, make you think that, that, oh, the word of God is just not going to work. Uh, that, that's incorrect. The word of God is going to work on your behalf because you're faithful and you're obedient to his will. And that's what makes the difference. Our faithfulness, our obedience to the word of God is what makes the difference in our lives. It's what makes the if what changes everything is the game changer. It's the game changer in any situation, your obedience to the word of God. Don't let nobody sway you any other way. Matter of fact, tell them that Pastor Carl, Pastor Henderson uh, said that you're not supposed to change and do anything different except obey the word of God. And let me tell you, the word of God is not going to have you doing something that's going to disrupt work, school or anything else. Unless someone is trying to make you do something that is, is breaking the law and going against the word of God. If you have missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand to access the message archives. You know, I just posted something on the website, uh, which is going to take us into next year. Going to be a big, major talking point, uh, exhortation, preaching on throughout the year. You'll have to go there and read it for yourself. Uh, but listen, uh, I've been fasting. You know, I'm fasting for souls to be saved because that's the most important thing. I don't need to fast for a car. I don't need to fast for a home or anything like that. Uh, you know, I'm not saying anything against that. I'm saying that I, my number one, the number one priority in my heart is souls be saved. You need to be saved. Souls need to be saved. No matter who they are, where they are, souls need to be saved. And so Tuesday, uh, was my throughout 2020 has been my fast day. From the beginning of the year, I asked the church uh, to select a day in which they are to fast on, just one day in a week. And this is the last Tuesday of the year. And so uh, this was the last Tuesday I fasted. And uh, even when I didn't feel like fasting, there were some days that I didn't want to fast. I, I thought about, you know, I fast tomorrow. But I, I did it because I told the Lord that I would. You know, when we tell the Lord we're going to do something, we need to stick with it. I want the Lord to keep his word. 
to me. I want him to keep his word for me. So I need to keep my word. I'm going to keep my word to him. We need to be promise keepers to God. We need to be promise keepers to our spouse, family, friends, uh, and to our, our work. We have a contract with our work, you know, and, and uh, our schools. Uh, be uh, a promise keeper. Whatever you say you're going to do, do it. Whatever is required of you when you went into a contract or agreement, uh, do your best and uphold the standard. You know, we've come to the end of 2020 and uh, a new decade will unfold if the Lord say the same. And it, it has truly been an in, uh, uh, indescribable year. Uh, not to mention the heartaches, the experience uh, that uh, some have experienced and near and far, uh, you know, that leaves you speechless and, and prayerful. Feeling, you know, what they're feeling uh, you know, especially if you have lost a loved one, if you have been, you know, then you know what others are feeling. You know what it's like and you know that there's uh, it, it, it it's comfort comes from God. It, it really does. It really does. And it, and it takes time to heal. Some took the opportunity this year and rededicated their lives, uh, you know, and others have stood fast. Uh, they've remained firm in the faith. And there are those that are yet undecided, caught in a valid decision. And, you know, it leaves me with a big question mark uh, because they, they're just in the valley of decision for no reason. They're just standing there. They're not moving. They're not sure what they want to, if they want to live a sanctified life. Uh, of course, uh, they want the reward of a sanctified life. You know, I'm going to glory. I'm going to... Uh, and so I'm not I'm not quick to say I'm going to heaven. And, you know, there's a reason, a scriptural reason behind that. And so, um, you know, but I want you to know that God is not is God's way. It's not your way. It's, it's no other way. It's only God's way. And so you need to understand that he is he's not going to be anyone's sidekick. He's not going to be anyone's sidekick. Uh, -uh. Nope, not at all. And so, you know, when I if I, I was thinking about 2020 and if I summarized it, I, I would have to say beware. That's the word that comes to mind is to beware. You know, at the beginning of, of, of this year, I, I told the church I had just come back from vacation and I told the church uh, not to believe the hype. And I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to stay and I'm going to say it again. Don't believe the hype. You know, hype is uh, uh, is the propaganda, the hysteria and uh, publicity and excitement and things that the media and the government produce. Uh, they, they do this. They do this stuff on purpose. But I, I want you to be aware that deception is an instrument of war. So you need to really hold on to the word of God. Don't believe the hype. Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm watching the news and I'm watching things that are going on. And, you know, they slip. They get caught slipping, you know, um, doing things and trying to promote their agenda. And listen, from, uh, their agenda is promoted with lies. It's not truth. And I'm only talking about those that are liars because they are those that are liars. And there are those that are sincerely telling the truth. 
and you know, and that's what we want. We want truth. You deserve the truth so you can make a well-informed decision. And so I, I know whatever God has, I know this beyond a shadow of a doubt, whatever God has for me is for me and whatever God has for you, it is for you. What God has spoken over and into your life cannot be changed unless you alter your behavior. So I'm asking you tonight, I'm, I'm recommending, I'm strongly urging you, do not change your behavior. Be faithful unto the Lord. God is going to bless your obedience, uh, not to sacrifice. Uh, people are caught up on sacrificing. But listen, uh, he said obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, there is a key uh, proclamation that's been made here that, that many times is ignored. You see, uh, some, uh, all they do is make sacrifices, but they're not obedient. But those that obey are simultaneously, those that are, are being steadfast, unmovable, that are abiding in the word of God, that are being obedient to what is being instructed, to what is being told to them, to what is written in the scripture, are making a sacrifice of their will. They're making a sacrifice of their emotions, their mental and their physical being. They're crucifying the flesh and bringing it into subjection because they're obeying God. So there's something that is simultaneously being done in obedience that God is looking for. What do you want from God? The first thing that hits your mind, you know, whatever you're asking God for, I need you to find a scripture for it. Because everything at Cornerstone, Cornerstone Apostolic Church here at 524 East Pasadena Street, the city of Pomona, has been instructed that whatever God sends in the form of word, prophetic word, rhema word, uh, hot off the press, it must be backed up by scripture. It has to be. So whatever comes to your mind and your desire and what you want from God, there's a scripture there's, that fortifies it, that stands behind your desire of what you're asking God for. Whatever you ask God for, you want it to line up with his will. You want to place that scripture where you can see it and you want to repeat it out loud. You want to plant those seeds in your mind. You want to plant the seeds in the mind of your children, in your home, everyone in your home, plant that seed there. You have a right to do that as your home. So when the season of harvest come, the, the seed that has been planted, when it brings forth, when, when it's harvest time, then you'll have something to retrieve. You'll have something to collect on. Now, listen, let the eye candy go and grab hold to God. Let the eye candy go and grab hold to God. Make God your eye candy. Lord, I, I'm, I'm thirsty for you. I'm hungry for you. Lord God, I, I, mm, I want to taste and see the goodness of God. Oh, taste and see the Lord. is. I want to taste it. I want to know this for myself. Make God your eye candy. Bless your name, Jesus. I want you to know things come and go. So will the word of this prophecy. Things come and go. And so does prophecy. The message that has been sent to God's uh, people to inspire them to provide revelation of his divine will and events to come are seasonal. Understand that they're seasonal. Everything has a season. 
You have to take advantage of his word during your season. This is your season right now. Those that are listening uh, right now, uh, this is you have to take advantage of the season right now because the season at hand is about restoration. The season at hand is about revival. Let that start with your soul. I'm looking, my, I'm looking, uh, Pastor Carl, me, I, I'm looking for a fresh word, a fresh anointing. And I hope you are too, because whatever, when this cup is blessed and it rolls, it boils over, it goes over, you need to understand that, 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 that when the cup, when the cup is full, uh, don't you know that the saucer becomes blessed as well? Bless you, Jesus. The saucer becomes fresh, uh, refreshed too. It becomes uh, whatever's in the cup that goes over. It blessed the saucer. You need to get close to God. We're going into the word shortly here, but you need to get close to God. I've seen people play church this year. Uh, they need to get saved. I heard and saw many excuses throughout this year. Witnessed procrastination. You need to remember that procrastination is the thief of time. Procrastination and excuses are kissing cousins. In other words, they're similar, they agree. You need to get close to God. Excuses are not life rafts. They do not float here. Neither will they float there. So you need to get rid of them. Don't use excuses as a as a means of a way out. Uh, your soul is worth more than the excuse that you make. Uh, the, that payoff uh, of that excuse is not real. See, people make excuses. People tell lies. Uh, they feel they're getting away with something, you know, uh, uh, they procrastinate. They feel like, you know, there's a payoff to it and, and, and it's not. It's a false sense of security. And when you feel that false sense of security and you buy into it, you're buying into an element of deceit. It's like chasing the euphoria of a high. If any of you ever got high before, and I, I, I thank God for those of you that didn't. But if you ever uh, have, have hit it. Uh, some people hit it once and they couldn't get off of it. There's those that it became God only cases and only God got them off. Uh, others wound up in rehab and others wind up in the street through a number because they were chasing that euphoria that they were never, ever did not realize that they were never, ever going to get that euphoria again because it only happens once. Even saying I've quit on my own. Uh, no, you need help. You need to get close to God. Listen, excuses will always be there. But opportunities will not. Unless you are in an infant. You know, a newborn under the age of self-responsibility. When does self-responsibility start? When you come into the recognition there are 12 year olds that recognize that I don't want to be like certain relatives. They look at certain people on the street. They look at certain people in their household and say, you know what? I'm not, I'm avoid doing that. I'm going to go a different way. And they grow up in their life doing that, going a different way and not suffering some of the things that they've seen older brothers, sisters, parents go through because they took an alternate route and God blessed them. But you, there are some that are holding on all kind of excuses. How is it you 
50, 60 years old, still making excuses for what someone didn't do when you was 10. Come on now. Let's get real. Let's live a blessed life. Let's move out of the excuse zone and into the reality that that when we come to the light, we walk in. You have no excuses for not learning what you didn't know about life, what you didn't know about money, what you didn't know about faithfulness or being competent. There's no excuse. Bumping around, believing in God, uh, intellectual knowledge does not change uh, your position without any works. What it works, uh, faith without works is dead. And so you got to apply yourself. And without the evidence, you need evidence of a sanctified life. That's the will of God, a, a sanctified life. And with all of that, it embodies our obedience, it embodies our faithfulness, it embodies the blessings uh, of God. Deuteronomy 28, I want you to read this uh, on your time, and I, I've said it several times towards the end of the year, uh, that you should read the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. And so here's an ex uh, excerpt uh, from that chapter. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of the ground and in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasures, the heavens to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the works of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations and shall not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. Now that includes your flesh, though your enemy, uh, your flesh, your flesh that wars against the spirit, your flesh. You know, the enemy cannot tempt, tempt uh, you with uh, heroin if you've never been a heroin addict. Uh, he can't tempt you with cigarettes if you were not a smoker or, a drink. you know, he's only going to go after those things. And, and so you're already aware. So, so you already have an advantage of those things that need to be fortified. You need to fortify those things. Bless your name, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you right now for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. Lord, I pray that you would bless your word, Lord God, as as we exalt your message of this evening, Lord God, we thank you for bringing us down to this time and another opportunity to stand uh, here to proclaim your word, Lord God, to apply your word to my life, to every life that, that will listen and obey. Just thank you right now, Father, for your goodness. 
Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, Lord God. And, and certainly we are walking with expectations of what you are going to do. Lord God, we want to honor you with expectations. Hallelujah. We want to honor you, Lord God, with our faith in you. Lord God, giving you glory, magnifying you, Lord God, blessing your holy name. Because of your word that you have given unto us, Lord God, for all that, that you have presented, Lord God, we see your fingerprints everywhere. We see your hand at work, Lord God. We know and understand, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Lord, help us to keep our vows that we've made unto you. Lord, and to walk, uh, Lord God, you said uh, the, the, uh, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by you, Lord God. Order our steps. Lord God, we're going to walk in them. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Ezekiel 33, 12 through 20, it says, Therefore, thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, the righteous, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turn from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. Hmm. Bless your Lord. The message is too transgressive. And you know, but uh, uh, the, the message, the message, the message is to the righteous and it's to the unrighteous. Both the righteous and the unrighteous know what is right to do. Now, the Lord says here in this particular passage, he says, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. Someone is walking around with a message in their heart that once saved, always saved. But that's not what the word of God says, because it says the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. When I believe it is the, 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 the prophet went to the went to the, the, the king and said, you, you, uh, your life is coming to an end. And he turned his face to the wall and called for remembrance of uh, Lord, remember how I've walked before you. Remember of the things that I've done, Lord God. He was able to do that because at the moment that he received that message, he was right with the Lord. And so he was able to pull up on that. Uh, but listen, when you're right, you want to remain right because if you do what is wrong and you die in your sin, you cannot pull on the righteousness that you did yesterday. So you want to stay right today. No matter what, you want to stay right. Right now, you want to live in this moment of righteousness. You can do this. Yes, you can. You can do this. And so the wicked who heard the word and acted upon it, what did the wicked do? They, 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 they heard the word of God, the watchman, remember, uh, Ezekiel is now in the position God has set him as the watchman. And so as the watchman, he's delivered the word, you know. Uh, oh, my God. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen. 
uh, he's, he's got a word that he's been presenting unto the children of Israel year after year after year after year. Listen, I need you to understand something that that every new year does not deserve a new message. Especially when we have not uh, exploited the old one. We have not taken the word of God and uh, took it literally and used it. So why does God need to keep sending new messages when all we're doing is rolling over? Oh, I'm kind of ahead of myself here, but listen, I'm going to go back to the word. Listen, when the wicked heard the word and acted upon it, they stopped playing house. In other words, those that were shacking said, you know, we can't we can't keep doing this. We we got to separate. We got to we got to uh, stop fooling around. We got to stop doing this. And they did that. Uh, uh, I got to stop lying. Uh, listen, liars, those that like telling lies. First of all, some people have lied so much they don't know when they're lying. They've gotten so used to it. It just flows out of their mouth. You got to get rid of lying because a liar will not tarry in the presence of God. He doesn't like liars. So you got to stick to telling the truth. Uh-huh. The truth is freedom. The wicked stop stealing. Get rid of those excuses because they're weights. Remember, the scripture says, lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us, that, that separates us, that slows us down. In 2020, some wanted God to do it all. Don't you want to do all that he has for you to do? We want God to do it all. Lord, do it all, do it all, do it all. But what about you? I believe that if you do all that you know to do, you don't have to go to God and say do it all. Because uh, the uh, mm, go back, go back and read 28 chapter of Deuteronomy. 13 verse says, when I shall say to the righteous, he shall surely live if he trusts. Uh, but if he trusts, if he trusts, in his own righteousness and commit iniquity. Listen, uh, the Bible said uh, pride go up before destruction, a haughty spirit before fall. Uh, you don't want to find yourself. To be, well, I've done everything right, you know, and so I, I can do a little bit of sin and I'm going to be. Look, you better stop. Stop right there. Put the brakes off. Downshift. Slow it down. Drop it into low gear. You need to come to a complete stop of that thinking. I was reading this scripture and, you know, and I, I was I, I kind of felt a little disappointed because there there were some performers and I'm not going to call no names, but uh, they were challenged because they grew up in the church and they were singing gospel and they were living their life. And, and someone approached them and said, yeah, but you've never sinned before. Uh, you know, you're not considered a bad girl or a bad boy. And so they stopped. They put they 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 life on hold for the Lord and they begin to sin. To show, to prove to who? The devil? You have nothing to prove to the devil that you can sin. I, I, I was, how small is our thinking? The greatest testimony is that I held on when I didn't want to. I held on when the challenges came. I held on. I didn't do it. Might have wanted to do it, but I didn't do it. That's a great testimony to have. 
That is a wonderful testimony to have because then you can share with someone else that you don't have to. Too many are, are, are saying, you know what? Well, you, you'll never know what mercy is unless you've gotten out of grace. Listen, what about those that got out of his grace and died while they were in sin? God is saying to the righteous, don't, don't, don't get caught up in yourself. Don't start smelling yourself and feeling okay. Because when you commit sin, all of your righteousness shall not be remembered. But for his iniquity that he have committed, he shall die in it. God is speaking to those men and women that were doing what is right. After a while, it became showmanship for some. Let's see, there's no show. There's not a bunch of showmanship right now. You know, I was watching a video and I, I, you know, and I was just like, wow, look at all the provocativeness that's there on the stage. You know, they're supposed to be singing gospel. I'm like, Lord, but where is it at? You know, they they they're doing a lot of stuff that takes away from what you said in your word to do. God said, be moderate. They've taken a moderate and said, well, God didn't really mean that. Listen, you better ask God what he meant. And when he made the statement, he's not going to change for you. Somebody has already sacrificed their life, shed blood and did everything, crossed their T's, dotted their eyes unto the Lord. And you're going to come along and say, well, no, that T don't need to be crossed there. That I should not be dotted. Matter of fact, you should move that dot movie. Listen. Soon weights and sin become part of the regular. And that's not what we want. Not going into 2021. No, we're not carrying. Don't carry those weights in sin. Once saved is not always saved. Again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. If he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge. Give again that he had robbed. Walk in the statues of life without committing iniquity. He shall surely live and shall not die. God is pro-life. None of his sins that he hath committed shall be mentioned unto him. I got so excited when I heard that. Yes, the world people that you hung with, that you ran with, that you committed sin with, that you acted a fool with, they're going to remember some things. You gave them something to remember. You gave them something to talk about. But God said, I won't mention it. I won't bring it up. I'll do away with it because you're following the law and you're doing what's right. You're going to live. I'm going to block those things out. It don't matter who remember it. If God blots it out, don't you know that after a while, somebody's going to see the grace of God upon you? They're going to see the Shekinah glory. They're going to see that change have impacted your life. I know that for myself. When change impacted my life, when the, when the angry person had left, when the fighter had left, when the person that was doing that kept my mother up all night, when that person got saved, my mother got saved too. When that person got saved, others saw that. Bless your Jesus. Bless your Lord God. And, they, and the things that made them sorrowful became joyous. 
God said that you live. I will not mention any of the past offenses. If God is not going to mention any of the past sins, then neither should we. None of us have a right to look at another person and point the finger at them when they've repented of their sin. Matter of fact, you don't know when a person has truly repented. When they have felt godly sorrowful and, and asked God for forgiveness and God's and granted. My God. But we're going to point the finger at somebody. God forbid. Don't point the finger at nobody. 17th verse says, yet the children of thy people say the way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, people are complaining, even throughout 2020. People have complained that the way of the Lord is not equal. When the righteous turn from his righteousness, commitment, he shall even die. Listen, you are you know what's right. Why are you going to change? It would be foolish for <clears throat> it would be foolish. For an individual that know uh, that have tasted of God's glory. Listen, this is what God said about it. Let me just tell you what he said. He said, if you have placed your hand upon the gospel plow, looking back, you're not fit for the kingdom. You're like a dog returning to his vomit. That's what God said about it. God is fair. He's fair in all that he does. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely, he's going to live. Yet say ye, the way of the Lord is not equal. O house of Israel, I will judge you everyone after his way. Now the Lord, remember, Israel has already, they've already been in trouble with God and God has already chasing the nations around them. And, and so there has been an impact upon the people of God as well as the people that were not considered his elect. And the Lord is putting things in order for the in order for restoration, in order for in order for revival to take place, in order for the blessing for them to enter in to that area in which God the theme throughout the book of Ezekiel has been how the Lord wants them to know that he is sovereign God. And that, listen, don't give into the hype. Uh, don't, don't yield uh, to the deception uh, that is being presented. Go before God in prayer. Hold on to the word of God so you can see the sovereignty, so that you can see the power, so that you can see the hand of God at work in your life. We live in a day and time that, that, that the Lord spoke and said, listen, he said, if you pick up any daily thing, and I'm paraphrasing anything, harmful thing, it's not going to hurt you. To be absent from the body, I'm holding on to the Lord because to be absent from the body is to be present before the Lord. There's no more pain, no more suffering. It's all over at that point. I'm, I'm going on to be with the Lord. In other words, it's a win-win. I'm not trying to hold on to that to that truck. I'm not trying to hold on to that house. I'm not trying to hold on to these jeans. I'm not trying to hold on to all this stuff here that gets old, gets moth-eaten, eaten up by termites, rust buckets, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to hold on to that so much that I miss God. That Those are tools. Everything is just a tool while we're here until we transition out of here. Even so, come Lord Jesus.
Desiring miracles, favor, a blessing without obedience is temporary. It's not eternal. I'm looking for the eternal. And I believe that you're looking for the eternal as well. Saints and friends, God will show up and he will show out. He will overturn and show his strong hand for the righteous. He is going to, listen to what I'm saying, he is going to show up and show out uh, for those that are listening to the watchmen today and tomorrow. You got to set your ear. You got to set your time. You got to set your watch. You got to listen to the watchman. You got to listen. So my question to you is, who is your watchman? Who's your watchman? Who's praying for you? <clears throat> Who's your mediator? Who's watching for your soul? My God. Romans 10, 13 through 17 says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe on him in, of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach to preach out? How shall they preach except they be set? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report. Do you believe the report of the Lord tonight? So then faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I started out, I said, don't believe the hype. You cannot believe what's going on in social media. You cannot believe what's going on, uh, what's being reported to you uh, on your regular cable stations. <clears throat> you can't believe what your eyes are seeing because it's deception. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's deception. It's an instrument of war. Watch. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Listen. Don't believe the hype. You need to be praying. Keep your ears and your eyes open to what is going on, what is being presented to, uh, to the communities, what's being presented to the neighborhood. What's being presented globally. There's manipulation uh, throughout this land. <clears throat> There's words that is being presented. There's things that are being taught and told to society that does not line up with truth. Don't you believe this hype, but believe the word of God. Uh, no man can say this, but God can. Uh, Numbers 23 and 19 said, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he said, shall he not do it or have spoken and shall it not make it good? Listen, God's not your mama. Uh-huh, uh-huh. God's not your mama. Can't nobody get in get into God's head. You, you know, uh, uh, people get into your mama's head. Somebody's gotten into your daddy's head. Uh, you know, uh, 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 but not God. Uh, not the one that's whispering in your ear, even though you know, you know the person that was in your ear was lying. 
Some even told you that I'm lying. You know I'm lying, but you know it sounds good, don't it? You better leave that alone. Do not be a desperado. Mm-hmm. A desperate or reckless person with no regard for your own soul, your own well-being. God said, I will not hold the past against you, but you must change. Don't carry the stuff that you've carried throughout this year. Don't carry the shenanigans that you've been carrying along that you rolled over into 2020. Don't carry that. Don't roll that over into the new year. Now, I'm not a, a person that believes, well, you know, it's 2021, everything that happened in 2020, everything that happened in 2019 got erased. No, you've carried the same bills that you had uh, in the previous year into this year. Just like you had a four-year car note and, you know, you purchased your vehicle and, and it, you didn't pay it off before the, it rolled over into this year. Listen, the mess that we do, if we don't straighten it out, it rolls over into the new. But it doesn't have to. You don't need a prophet to see the times that we're in. The season is already known. It's already known. The Bible tells us this, and I, I'm closing, but I, I, I just want to impress upon you. I want to impress upon you sternly. I want to stir up your minds. Ezekiel 20, 11 through 12 says, and I gave them, them, I, I need you to put your name there. And I gave them, put your name there. <clears throat> statutes and i showed them who's them you put your name there judgments and a guarantee if any man do god guaranteed it his signature is on it he guaranteed it he shall live in them if you line up with what this watchman is saying if you line up with the word of god because that's what i'm telling you to do line up with the word of god Cornerstone, line up with the word of God. Whatever church you're, you're a member, line up with the word of God. <clears throat> Moreover, also I gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and them that they may know that I am the Lord that sanctified them. But I want you to get something here. The Lord said you'll live in his judgments and his statutes if you obey what is being said. And he said, I'll give them as a sign. A sign means that he will do the miraculous. Now, we're not chasing God for the miracles. We're not chasing him for a fish sandwich. We're not chasing it. Now, God understands and knows you have needs. Matter of fact, we're going to be praying about that in just a moment here. But listen, we're not chasing God because of things. He is not a Coke machine. He's not a, 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 a genie in a bottle. He's not a dispenser, okay? But we're loving him because he is sovereign. He is God. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. So we want to line up. Don't believe the hype. Know that deception is an instrument of war. And there's a lot of deception that is going on. As so many, you know, have have seen this without me even mentioning, knowing. Let's hold on to the word of God, saints, friends. Tell somebody else, hold on to the word of God. You can have confidence in God's word, but you have to line up as well. You have to line up as well.
The Bible said, don't be deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever man so that shall he also reap. So I'm going to sow righteousness. I'm going to sow holiness. I'm going to sow the goodness of God into my life so that way I reap those things back. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God. Father, we thank you for the word of exhortation this evening. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have done. We thank you for what has been spoken, Lord God. Just pray and ask, Lord, that you would keep our minds stayed upon you. Help us, Lord God, to uh, digest what has been said. Lord God, to maintain what has been said uh, for each one of us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you brought us down through the year when we're now exiting. Lord God, th this day, this this day that you have some is already into to Wednesday. Lord God, but thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace, Lord. And where we are right now, Lord God, for navigating us. Lord, uh, continue to, to, to navigate, to lead us and guide us, to direct our path in the name of Jesus. Lord God, so our lives give you glory and honor. Lord God, that we hear your voice say, well done, good and faithful servant. We ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll continue to give you praise, to give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless your name, Jesus. <clears throat> mighty God. Bless your Lord God. Bless your Lord Jesus. I pray that something has been said and I ask also that you would share the link. Share with someone else so that they will know that they might know the Lord. I want you to remember that songs by our songsters and those featured are respective property of the artists and the producers. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Listen, if you're looking for a church home, we have room for you. We do believe in social distancing. God has blessed us in a beautiful sanctuary where we have room. And certainly your ministry is welcome as we are reaching out for souls. We're looking to do the work of the Lord. And if that's the desire of your heart and you need a watchman, amen. I want you to know the church doors is open. Yes, they are. 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. I hope to see you here or to see you there. To then be blessed. God bless you. Remember me in prayer as I pray for you as well.